Welcome to the Make Money Behave podcast, where we talk about your money, your circumstances, and the small changes in your behavior that will have a big impact on both. My name is Maria Casillas, and I am honored to be your host. Hello, hello to my amazing listeners out there. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Today is Friday, 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 June 22nd, and I am so glad that we have been able to connect a few days in a row now, so uh, that's a little bit of a change from before, right? I want to talk today a little bit about putting the budge in your budget. That can mean a few different things. We're going to talk about how to do that physically and also how to do that just emotionally or psychologically. But before I do that, I want to ask, have you joined my free Facebook group? I'm not sure if today is the first episode that you've tuned into or the 49th episode, but either way, we would love to have you in that free Facebook group. So if you haven't yet joined, I encourage you to do that. It's called Make My Money Behave, and it's a closed group, so no one will see anything that you write except the people who are in there. And it's just a really fun group of people who are supportive and who understand probably something similar to where you are now. So again, I invite you to do that. It's called Make My Money Behave, and I'm I look forward to seeing you in the group. Let's hop into today's topic. I think it's going to be a short one, but I think it's really important. And you know that I am all about the psychology of things, not just the numbers, right? Like it's it's so far beyond the numbers for me. When we talk about putting the budge in your budget, I want you to know that I actually do typically a zero-based budget. Now, what that means is that At the beginning of the month, before the month even begins, you decide where you want your money to go so you know how much is coming in and then you assign everything a name. You assign all the dollars a name until you get down to zero. So it's basically telling your money where you want it to go. I was very, very strict with that whole concept and that whole um, way of doing things, if you will, while I was in the process of helping my husband and I pay off $102,000 worth of debt over a four-year period of time. That method was absolutely necessary for us in order to keep us nice and, um, you know, just accountable to each other and to ourselves and to our dream and to our goal. And so that's the method that I used. What I have found is that that method requires an immense amount of discipline. And it also requires um, just some willingness to bend a little bit because you can't possibly know exactly how much money you're going to need for category X, Y, and Z before you actually get into that category. So, you know, life happens and and sometimes curveballs are thrown at us and so you need to be willing to bend a little bit. Well, that is kind of what I le- where I learned to do this whole budging with the budget. I mentioned that we're going to talk about a way to do this physically and a way to kind of add in a little bit of budge psychologically. Let me just talk about the physical piece first. If you're the type of person who is keeping track of what your account looks like and you're also trying to work a zero-based budget, if you're in the beginning of trying some of this stuff, you're probably not going to have a whole lot of extra money just sitting in your account because you're probably trying to pay off some extra debt and so on and so forth. So what I did was I actually cushioned in about $100. Now, I've had some people who have done $200. I've had some people who have done $50. But for me, $100 was enough cushion, but also just made the numbers really easy for me. So if my bank account said that I had 
um, let's just say $450, then my register would say that I have $350. And as long as there was a $100 difference, I knew that the check register was balanced. The reason I did that is because if I made a math error, and let's get real, you guys, I'm human, you're human, <laughs> we make errors, and oftentimes math is one of them. Even if you're using a calculator, if you're working too quickly and you put in a seven versus an eight, that can make you know up to a hundred dollar difference for you, depending on where that seven was. And so, because I didn't want to make any math errors or because I knew I could make math errors, I wanted to at least ensure that there was an extra $100 so that if I accidentally you know, wrote a check for $10 over what I had, it would bring my balance down to $90, but I wouldn't have overdrawn. This is a lot easier to explain in person with actual paper and pencil than it is just over the audio, but I hope you kind of understand where I'm going with that. The other piece that I just kind of put into my system so that it became automatic was that I set up with my bank one of those um, like text reminders that says, warning, you know, your bank account went under $100. So I did that because I knew that if I did go under $100, then there was probably a math error, you know, and it kind of triggered my mind to go back and look at that so that I knew. So if you choose, let's say, I don't know, $200 as your buffer, maybe you could go to your bank and set up one of those uh, reminders that says, please tell me anytime my bank account goes below $200 and it can do the same thing for you. So really that's what I mean by, you know, being able to put a little bit of budge room in your budget. But what about psychologically? What do I mean by that? Well, here's the deal. You're going to screw up. And, and I don't, I know this is supposed to be kind of like motivational and, and uplifting and, and, and I hope I am for you, but you know what? I like to be realistic too. And the reality is we're going to screw up. We always do. If we didn't, we wouldn't be in the messes that we get ourselves into, right? And so I want you to understand that that's probably going to happen. And I want to, I want to give you permission to give yourself a little bit of grace. I'm not suggesting that you give yourself a free pass to do whatever the hell you want just because I said that you're probably going to screw up. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is if you are trying diligently to change one habit at a time, if you are making progress and something happens that sets you back, whether it is some sort of circumstance that is just totally out of your control or it's a consequential circumstance, so basically something that you did before and now it's creating this circumstance for you, I want you to at least be willing to say, you know what, it's okay. I know that I, I knew that that was going to happen. I knew something could, some bump could happen along the way and I'm not going to let that allow me to quit because if you don't give yourself a little bit of psychological budge in your budget or in your financial plan or really in life, FYI, then you're going to quit every time it doesn't go the way you expect it to go or go the way that you wish that it would have gone. And I think that taking four steps forward and one step back is so much more productive than taking 10 steps forward and stopping. Because if you can continue to do four steps forward and one step back, you keep going though, sooner rather than later, you're going to surpass that person who got to 10 steps and stopped. So I hope that you take today's short message and you apply it to really just about any area of your life, but especially to the area of how you are learning to 
behave differently with your money. Before I go, I want to just say one last thing. If we aren't working together yet, why not? Have you sent me an email to ask if it's even something that could be a good fit? If I haven't yet heard from you, I'm waiting to hear from you. I want to hear what your story is. I want to hear what your goal is. And I want to see if there's any way that I can help you make that happen. If not, no big deal. If so, then let's work together. I think it would be really fun. The best way to get that process started is to send me an email, maria at cashinonchange.com. That's maria at cashinonchange.com and put whatever you want in the subject line. (laughs) I usually tell people to put coaching in the subject line, but if you are just curious or you have a question or whatever, just put that in the subject line. I will answer you personally. I'm not even gonna send you to like an administrative assistant. You will hear directly from me and I would love to hear from you. I hope you enjoy the rest of your Friday and have a fantastic weekend ahead of you. You guys, thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm honored to be a part of your day. Bye-bye. Thank you.